confidence. What is it? Have you lost it? Maybe you found it. Would you like more of it? Do you actually need it? The fact is, we do all struggle with confidence at some point in certain areas, but not in others. And this is perfectly fine. However, is your lack of it holding you back from your dreams? In this series, A Question of Confidence, I'm going to explore what it means to some and how it shapes others. Is finding it a journey of self-care and self-love, or is it as simple as faking it until you make it? Come with me on this quest for confidence. Confidence. This afternoon on a question of confidence, we are going overseas and I am joined by one of my very dear friends in the lash industry. She is an extraordinary person. She is a lash artist. She is a salon owner. She has her own product line and she is a business mentor now. I've known her for what? 10 years, I think it is. Dion, welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Jo. Um, Very excited to be here. It's so lovely to see you. It's so long since we've done a podcast together. I know. It feels like at one point we were kind of doing like a podcast a week together. (laughs) I know. I couldn't get enough of you. We just sat on here and gossiped, basically, didn't we? (laughs) Usually with no bottom half clothes on because it was locked down when we were just at home, hot and bothered. <laughs> <What's the point? laughs> oh dear. Well, thanks for coming on. So you now, you've abandoned me. You now live abroad. We see all of your lovely content with the waves lapping. I'm very glad that you're not actually on the beach today because that would have been a bit noisy. But how's it going? Do you regret it for one second? No, no, no. No, I think it's the best thing I did. Like, I, I actually feel it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because you don't want to, especially publicly, you don't want to kind of come across as if you're, like, boasting or... But honestly, this this is the... Like, I'm so proud of myself. Like, I, I actually think, like, we, we smashed it. Like, I don't know if you get what I mean by that, but I just think, like, we, like... I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I, I love it so much. Um, it feels right. I feel like so many things in terms of timing were were spot spot on. Um, and yeah, I just feel at, very at peace here. Um, I, I feel more connected to nature, which is very important. Um, yeah, I'm very, very, very pleased that that this has happened. Well, congratulations. Now, what I didn't say in the introduction is actually, obviously, I'm just assuming that everyone knows who Dion is, because I obviously know exactly who you are. But of course, your business is Love and Lashes, which you left behind in the hood, physically, at your lovely business and your amazing salon, full of My Little Ponies and rainbows and all of the things that you love. You left behind in Croydon to travel overseas and you now run it all remotely. And I just remember back in the the day before you left, you know, during um, coronavirus and post and when we're all trying to be back in recovery and stuff, your business went through some real ebbs and flows, didn't it? It was really hard. But ironically, I feel that you actually leaving and running it remotely has kind of like laser focused you so that now I don't know whether you've just you know had better luck with staff or whatever do you think it's a change in you is it luck is it serendipity what has made that change um I I think I think when you're not in your business when you're not kind of doing the everyday, doing the same as the the team, um, kind of getting caught up in the little things like, you notice something that needs to be cleaned, you notice something that needs to be organised. Um, I think it definitely gives you better, better, a better vision of your business. It gives you a better perspective of your business. When you're in it, it's very hard to kind of see, see from the outside and, and look in, you know? So... Um, yeah, like even before I left, I'd already started homeschooling. Obviously, school was back. 
things were open, I'd already started homeschooling. So I'd already been working on kind of not being in the business. You know, I wasn't there every day. Um, I, I wasn't there a lot, but I did live very, very close. So it was still like very easy for me to just pop over to quickly check something next thing you know I'm there for two hours you, you know um and, and this and the other and, and so that that was great I definitely definitely recommend that like I I've, I think you if if it's a business with people other people in it I think it's going to serve you so much if you step step away so that you're not one of you're not one of them um I found that very hard to to manage and Joe, you know my character I'm like I think at times I was probably, you know, the the, the naughtiest staff member. <laughs> Were you disruptive? It's just myself, you know. I swear, if I wanted to swear, I would just be like my loud self. And it's it's things that I obviously, of course, I do. It started off with just me and my clients. So, you know, if I'm sitting there doing someone's lashes and we're having a chat and I swear and this and that comes up I'm just thinking I'm just being myself but then when you look at it from the other perspective if I was to see one of my team members sort of sitting there and you know swearing and there's other ladies either side even though her lady might be fine with it there's other ladies either side um you you just kind of realize that you uh, you shouldn't be you, you need to be a little bit separate you need to be a little bit separate so for me that definitely helped um and then moving away has helped even more. Now, I don't want to make it sound like it's a dream. It's a, it's not always easy. Um, and, and yeah, it, it comes with a whole new host of challenges, you know. But I think, I think really like how I'm, I'm starting to really understand business now. And I think for me, it's like we all say that we start a business to kind of give ourselves freedom and run life on our own terms. But if you're kind of then in a position where you're tied to to what you're doing and you literally physically can't can't move, um, let alone have the brain power to kind of or the brain capacity to focus on other things that you that you want to do, then you're just gonna you're just gonna stay kind of stuck. So I think I've learned that like I've learned to use my business to serve me rather than just having a business and you know me being the, the person wearing all the the hats. But yes, it's not, it's not always How do lost. you, I mean, so you've got this business back home in the UK. You're, un, so, so, so I guess the beauty is you are completely not able to micromanage in any way, shape or form. So you fully got to put your trust in your staff. Yeah. And they yeah. have to put the trust in themselves as well to do you proud and to get the job done, which I suppose in terms of growth, if we're talking about confidence, which all comes down to trusting yourself or trusting someone or trusting a situation, that if you're not allowed to have that development of trust, you don't grow. So I suppose you're kind of growing your staff and growing yourself and growing your business all at the same time. Yeah, 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 100%. How is it with your um, homeschooling? What does your day look like? Because homeschooling probably fills most listeners with absolute horror because plenty of people had to do it during lockdown. And here you are doing it by choice. Yeah, um, I really like it. It feels right. Um, Where I live, I'm not saying that I would never put the children into school. We are having these discussions at the the moment, you know. but yeah, for now, I'm. I if I had my way, they would never, they would never go go back to school because I really enjoy it, and and I think it's. Um, I feel like as their as their parents, you know, we should be the ones that are teaching them how to become adults that are going to survive life, and we should be the ones teaching them how to how to thrive and and you know how to make money and how to navigate the world. So, have you um, seen a change in their confidence? My children have always been very confident actually one thing that I've I've always known about my children is they've um they've always been those kids that were they would get themselves involved in adult conversations like say we're at a family party and all the adults are here and all the kids are you know just playing there like my kids would always be the ones that would be literally talking as if they're with us you know so um they're very confident they have been from from young um but one what I did definitely notice and 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 quite nice that the school teachers noticed it when we were um in the lockdowns we did send them back to school 
And then we decided to take them out. But the teachers just had nothing but just amazing things to say about them, especially my younger one, because he's very um, energetic. He's, he's very hyperactive. Like today, for example, I heard a bang. I rushed into their bedroom. He jumped from the top bunk onto the, the other child. <laughs> I was on the floor. <laughs> so, so he's he's that kind of child you know he's full of energy and he's always you know testing his physical limits and stuff and um so I think when he first started school um the teachers found him you know quite a lot to handle but even they said after you know spending that time at home when he went back they said he was like totally different just really knew how to kind of manage himself and handle himself was always that kid that was helping other children anyway um so yeah like I definitely feel like it's um it's, it's good for them. Yeah. You know, they're around adults and they're around their adults. You know, the ones that yeah. are yeah. going to just talk to them as if they're a real person. The, you know, they don't have to share uh, their their time, um, you know, with... What ages are children. they now? Eight and ten. So they presume... Well, maybe they do, but I'm presuming they don't have smartphones yet or staff access to all of the social media. So, so they didn't have... Um, a phone at all I was definitely that parent that was like they're not having a phone until they can buy one themselves you know when I was 16 I had to get my first job and save up and buy my phone um, and I definitely always said that that's the way it's going to be with the children but um, when we did move out of the country obviously they um, <clears throat> I did get them one because they just wanted to use my phone all the time to like mm. phone their friends and phone my family and they're so good like that they love their family um so and obviously I needed my phone because I was still running my business you know so I did get them a phone of their of their own but they hate me it's got so many um restrictions so many so many controls on it they can't do anything <laughs> <laughs> they can't do anything um but they can you know they can phone people they can, so they they can do, so they're people. not on TikTok or anything like that no 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 they're not allowed do, do, nothing does it does does social media terrify you in terms of the pressures that it puts on I mean it's bad enough for us as grown women I mean I find feel the pressure of social media I mean do you yeah 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 a lot yeah Do, do you worry about the boys comparing themselves to others I mean as a mother of girls I feel that a lot a lot of the issues that they may be have are down to social media and I would love to come off it but it's my business it's my job it's my office um but it's hard it's hard out there isn't it I mean when I grew up there I don't think there was even Facebook I mean I could make all of my mistakes and none of it is on none of it is recorded on social media yeah agreed agreed I I don't think about it too much actually um but I definitely have noticed that that's definitely something that affects children you know way before they even get to see social media Mm. um you know my 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 one of my children is definitely one to compare himself I've definitely had to have many conversations with him even from when he was just first started school about you, you know the power of you and you know not needing to compare yourself and um they definitely have always kind of noticed that I was different mum to the other school mums um just I probably just in the way I dressed and the way I was and that's like just an outside you know generalization of course they don't know the other parents but they could see that I didn't look like the other parents um and so they've always kind of like noticed you know that it's that it's okay to be different but even though I think they've noticed that and I've tried to instill that it's definitely something that I think I still have to 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 make sure that I'm working on them with you know I've got to be constantly pouring in yeah yeah I do I do feel that amongst our youth our young people particularly there has been a real knock of confidence as a result of not being in school not seeing their peers you know all of that kind of destabilization of you know bloody lockdowns and stuff and then you know social media on top I think there is so much pressure and I I see it with some of my students as well this constant kind of needing to look a certain way be a certain way say certain things I mean you know that's not new we've always compared ourselves to other others but we're so under the under the sort of magnifying glass now aren't we with with social media 
what do what would you say to women out there who do not feel good enough because they're looking at all of this stuff on social media like there's 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 um like show up anyway isn't it because when you're feeling like that and you're thinking oh you know I don't want to I don't want to go on my stories today I don't I, you, you know like I'll use me as an example there's loads of times when I like I think of something and I just want to share it I just want to say it to the to the world aka my you know my small Instagram following <laughs> Um, but then I'll have like, I'll have confidence issues and I'll be like, no, like I'll go to look at my phone and then I'll look at myself and I'll think, oh no, whatever, I won't. And then we put a filter on. Yeah. And that's something that, again, I don't want to say this to make other people feel bad about themselves, but that's something that I'm really trying to consciously just not do anymore. Um, you know, Katia, she's been talking about it a lot, a lot. Yeah. About, yeah. You know, saying, yeah. Don't, what are you doing? And Ava Scarlett as well. Don't stop putting filters on. You're damaging your children by putting filters on. It made me think, oh, crap. And actually, ironically, I, I kind of, most of the time I look worse with the filter on. I don't know why. But that cheeky swipe left just so that it's just a bit more fuzzy or just a bit of Vaseline on the camera lens works a treat. But just to take the edge no off. No Oh, yeah. I didn't know that about the Vaseline. It's the old trick, isn't it? Mind you, you know, Vicky Rugg, our old friend Vicky, would say that most of us look like we've got Vaseline on our camera lenses and clean your fucking lens before you take your lap. Because <laughs> <laughs> they constantly look Vaseline. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, no, I definitely... Katia, she put something up and... Um, I yeah it definitely kind of made me think do you know what like and then she went even further I went on a live with her and she was like when I met you in person at, at Lashfest she said did I look your screen and she said that's not right and like it kind of embarrassed me but you cut out. I know Cassie has got the pure, purest heart you cut out just just at that vital moment what she said to you in person that you didn't look like you do on screen yeah <laughs> And yeah, did you, she did. Would, you, did, would you care to elaborate? Do I look better in person? No, I think I think I think she was because this was on our live when we did a live together. Mm. But I think what she was saying was, you know, when I met you, you looked different to how you look on the on the screen. So it, like, obviously, of course, depending on how you want to take that, you could think, okay, that's a bit like. But I just thought it's true. Like, I am doing this public speaking thing. I'm I've got messages that I want to give I'm doing the networking so I should be a little bit more just comfortable with showing myself as I am um it's hard though it is hard and I think um it does feel hard I think as well like I need if you let it if you let it be hard yeah you have to get over it yeah you have to get over it. And then the thing is as well, it's like whenever, whenever you show up as your authentic self, your people are going to relate to that. And they're going to relate to it in a much more real way than, oh my gosh, she looks so pretty with that filter. Yeah. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Like I'm going to be 40 at the end of the year. And I do feel... I do feel like I've really started to notice that I'm looking older and that kind of can stop me. But I ju I'm just really trying to push through that now. I I'm really trying to yeah. push through that because I've let that kind of hold me back for a little while. I wish I was going to be 40. Try 53, 54 in December. Oh, my God. How did that happen? I think there's been a mix up in the hospital. <laughs> I reckon so as well, because you look amazing and your body is just like, ooh. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you're, you're doing good. But so so how does, do, do, let's, be, let's be real then, does that kind of, do you kind of feel that then? Because you're in an industry where, you know, most people yeah. now in our industry are younger than us and, yeah. you know, they're still showing up with, with filters and, and fillers and, and Botox and, and, and all of that. So, and everyone is starting to look the same. Yeah. 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 So it is sad. Um, it is sad, but this is why I think it's important to 
especially when I feel this myself, just keep showing up regardless, you know, keep showing up as, as myself, keep showing up as without a filter. And I'm not saying I'm never going to use a filter again. Um, but I'm really, I haven't used one since I said I wasn't going to use one and I'm really going to try and just, you know, stick with that. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like I remember back in the day when filters first came out, I couldn't stop laughing at people. I just thought, why would you do that to yourself? And now it's the norm. You know, why would you, you, why would you, why would you alter the way you look? And now we're talking of of altering the way you look you've moved into aesthetics now right okay so you, is yeah. this, is you is this you dipping the toe in or is this you in in i i was i was i was dipping my toe in for for business purposes if i'm honest yeah um it, it seemed like a smart move that's the way the that's the way the world is going and my business yeah. head said do you know what like get involved now demi who is like you know Demi she's like we're so similar um she she started doing it and she was like you've got to do it and you know what I just want to know what why not I'll be honest I don't love it and I don't love it for the obvious reasons being um you know like I've never had filler or Botox and I'm not saying I never would but I never have and I just it's like I all just want to say to people like you're so beautiful you don't need this and I do but it's it just kind of it kind of makes me feel a little bit it makes me feel a little bit sad but which is just so hypocritical but if they don't come to you they're going to go to someone else and I guess you can just be really cool I can imagine you sort of almost trying to talk them out of it (laughs) well this is what I find myself doing and it's like you know I just kind of always have to sort of get in that you are just perfect as you are do you know what I mean like and and just sort of give them an opportunity to be like are you sure but yeah it's it's a weird one it's a weird one um I think it's and and what I don't like is when I see really young young girls doing it yeah I don't Um, get the like which is gonna make me sound so old and I'd like just like value all that you are and value your face as it as it is you know there's later on down the line for that um so my daughter Jemima, she's 18 and she says oh I can't wait to get Botox and I'm like uh right okay um why on earth would you have Botox she's like so I don't get wrinkles but I don't get this very young girls having Botox yeah I don't I don't either yeah, when I did my training, I um, I had to do a really young girl, and she looked like like she had no wrinkles. It made no sense to me. It literally made no sense to me. She worked at the place, so she's obviously has it like every you know every three months as often as she can. She looked like you could have put a school uniform on her, and she would have she wouldn't have looked at place. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, wow, you're here having you're here having Botox. This is just crazy. So what does confidence mean to you, Dion? I think it can mean so many different things, can't it? And um, it's, it's like I feel like we all have areas where we're more confident in and area, other areas where we're not so confident. Um, I think it's just like, for me, it's, it's knowing yourself. I think it's kind of having absolute like faith in yourself that you're always going to be able to navigate no matter what what is thrown your way you're going to be able to navigate through because you understand your power absolutely I think it yeah I, I think it's just like I think it's just like I don't like to say this because I, I feel like people misunderstand it but I think it's I think it's just having like a strong sense of self um yeah and that's one really good thing about getting older, Dion, because that gets better and better. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. feel like I know myself more. My level of self-awareness is so much greater. And I just wish I could bottle what I have now and give that to my teenage self. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. But it is it is taking those steps out of your comfort zone all the time, taking little risks every day to push your, 
push if you see your comfort zone like a kind of a balloon if you just push that edge of that balloon just stretch it a little bit every day organically that trust and faith in yourself grows you need the courage to do it then the doing of it your trust grows and your confidence grows and it's kind of it's kind of it's ironic isn't it that you know you I have girls saying to me, well, I'll just wait. I won't go on my stories until, you know, I, I finished my mentoring with you and then, I, then, then I'll be confident and then I'll be able to do it. It's kind of missing the trick. Doing yeah. thing that scares you is the very thing that is going to make you able to do it in the long run. So it's, mm-hmm. it's showing up, as you said earlier, it's showing up even when you don't want to. Yeah, yeah 100%. A hundred percent. And I think we just, we, we hold ourselves back because we all know that that feeling of like, oh, okay, no, I won't. I'm going to let something stop me. We all know that we know what that does to us. Like it makes me feel like I'm suffocated. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like I'm just trying to just overcome that. And I think maybe what social media does is because you, you think that you're going to be seen by thousands and thousands and thousands of people and that it's all eyes on you at that moment that they're going to be seeing, right, bam, there's Joe, she's on screen and there's three million viewers, she's going live and they're all going to be looking at the baby <laughs> in her right nostril and, <laughs> and, and actually nobody gives a shit, barely anybody shit anyway. This is this is it exactly. This is it. It's like um, we're we're so busy thinking these things, but the next person or the person that we're thinking is going to be judging us. They got their own stuff going on. They're thinking all the same things, you know. So yeah, we need to. We, yeah, we got to let go of that. They haven't got time to be worrying about whether you've got your words a bit the wrong way round. You know, that's life. That's natural. Whoever whoever had this idea that we need to show up as perfect people. Uh, I don't know where that came from, but it's 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 hard in this day and age because that's definitely like I just the don't think anyone has ever said that to anyone. So why do we all think that that's what we need to do? Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think there's a lot of people that do say that. I think look at the culture, look at influencers, look at even celebrities, look at their their perfect lives that they display. Mm. I think it's very it's very easy to kind of look at that and think that's that's what that's what we should be doing that's how we should be showing up that's how we should be living um you know but thankfully though it is quite in vogue for the um influencers and whatnot to show the instagram versus real life that's you know quite a quite oh a whatever look have at you my, seen look them my cellulite yeah or when they're like oh you know look at you know when they're like oh you know, breathing in versus not breathing in. And it's like, yeah. they've got like the tiniest little, like nothing <laughs> there. I'm like, go away, go away. Okay. It's annoying. Yeah, there, there are some inauthentic people, but there are, I think people are getting the general vibe that, you know, it's okay. In fact, it's really good. The more relatable you can be when you show up, the more you, the more normal, the more flawed, the better it's going to go for you. Yeah, 100%. And like people tell me that of me, all the time whether that's like what I'm saying or how I'm coming across um people like kind of reaffirm to me that I'm all right actually just as just as I am and that kind of like that shows doesn't it it's like like I said it's like if you're unafraid of just being your authentic self that will resonate so much more with people than people just thinking oh my god like look at look at her look Mm. at this look at that Mm. you know yeah, I just think we take it all a bit too seriously. It's social media. Most of the time, it's not about life or death. Most of the time, we are just trying to do our best and promote our businesses and make some money and, you know, make the most of this free marketing tool that we we have. And some choose not to use it. But some of us that do, we just need to not take it quite so seriously. Just lighten up. Stop deeping it, as my kids would say. Have yeah. a bit of fun. Show up. Be goofy. Well, if if goofy is you, your natural self, then be goofy. Don't be goofy because you think you've got to be goofy because Joe's goofy or Dion's being goofy. If that's not you, don't do it. But whatever is you, do it. Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. Do you agree that life events and changes in our lives or just different periods of your life can affect how confident you feel? Yeah, 100%. 
100%. Anything can affect that. But definitely, I think I like... I've been through some some crazy like I've been through some things and it's definitely changed me as a person and it definitely made me kind of like lose my voice for a little while. Um, I had to work really hard on just even even going on my stories, which you you know before I would be on my stories all the time, like like the, the era when me and you met. I would be on my stories all the time on my salon page, on my personal page, talking about absolutely nothing to do with anything. And I just had no qualms. I had no fears. I had no issues at all. And then I, I definitely lost that. And I think that's why I'm trying so hard with like my lives and just mm-hmm. trying to, you know, put myself out there as much as possible because it's like, I, I really recognize that. And I really saw how it affected me, you know? Um, what was it that made you lose your voice? There was just lots, wasn't there? I think there was just a period of lots, but I definitely think, you know, I was very vocal about about some quite controversial subjects and it was definitely made clear to me that you know my views weren't necessarily welcomed and my views weren't you know they weren't the norm they weren't the they weren't the majority view um at all so um I think like through going through that process of kind of like just constantly having to defend myself constantly Mm -hmm. having to 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 just be armed with the fact that and it was fine because it, it at the time it didn't stop me I I wasn't letting it stop me but it it also wasn't a nice feeling it wasn't a nice feeling knowing that what you're saying is upsetting people when you're really just saying things with the aim of helping people um it definitely kind of like I I and I stayed stayed strong and I carried on and I carried on and I was like not that not that it shouldn't have been like this at all but I was getting it back. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was like coming back and I had to keep batting it off and batting it off. And that was like, that was quite relentless. And then I think it got to a stage where that really affected me because I was staying so strong for so long. And then I just kind of felt like, oh, do you know what, whatever. I don't want to say nothing no more. Mm. I don't want to say anything anymore. I don't want to talk about lashes. I had no interest in talking about my business. I had no interest at all in, in, in any of it because the stuff that I wanted to talk about Yes, a lot of people did appreciate it, but a lot didn't. And that was that was hard. Um, would I change it? No. Did it did it give me my strong sense of self? Yes. Did it show me that I can kind of like always defend myself? Yes. But it it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And so that's definitely something that made me kind of go go into myself mm-hmm. a little bit. But as you know, Joe, that whole period of time was it affected lots of people. I, you know, I'd lost family. I, I'd moved. There was, I'd had the dramas with my salon. I'd had incidences where, yeah, there was lots. There was lots. Yeah. So I don't know. I think just sometimes life, life can just sort of shake you a little bit, isn't it? And I definitely think the the last few years of my life, without meaning to sound dramatic, they definitely did shake me up. I mean, at one point, I thought you might walk away completely from the lash world, but you haven't. Yeah, I didn't like it anymore. And I loved the industry. I I really, I didn't like it. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel, I didn't feel, and it's weird, isn't it? Because I I wouldn't have thought that I was someone that felt the need to be accepted. But when I definitely didn't feel accepted, it really hurt. Do do you know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, there was a time when I just... You fell out with people, didn't you? You lost friends, friends that you had been friends with for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So that was tough. It was tough because it's like, um, and again, everything's a big blessing and everything's a lesson. I I don't regret anything, um, but I think it, it taught me a lot about who you, like own your power, isn't it? Don't yeah. look up to anyone. Don't look up to anyone because you don't know if they really like certain things might happen. And it might actually show you that, you know, the people that you're looking up to, the people who you're thinking, oh, my God, they've got their self together. Like certain things might happen and it might show you that, oh, OK, like I really have to just go within for everything because I can't be looking to anyone to, to, to you know, as a role model, as a, as a, as a leader, as somebody to, as somebody to aspire to, 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 to be like, um, like I say, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that something like that would have affected me, but I think definitely it did. It shook my foundations of like 
I kind of felt like I wasn't welcome in the in the industry and that's fine and I'm not saying anyone else did that to me I'm, I want to make that clear I'm not saying that but I think that's how it made me feel do, do you know what I mean so I had to work hard to to overcome that and you did yeah 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 do you are you saying then that self-esteem and self-confidence needs to come from within don't rely on anyone to boost your self-esteem to give you that confidence because at the end of the day the buck stops with you a thousand percent a thousand percent a thousand percent like we know this we can't what what what's really important like if you know you did the right thing or if someone else thinks you did the right thing if you know that you said what was your truth or if you said what you think someone else wanted you to hear like what's going to make you feel better because I know if there was ever a point where I wasn't speaking my truth like I said I feel suffocated I feel like my chest is closing in I feel like I'm I feel like I'm being untrue to myself and it and it makes me feel just really not not good so you can't expect anyone else to do that for you and you have to you have to kind of like just have a strong sense of self and just really know that you, you, you're, you have to validate yourself. You have to validate yourself. Yeah. So what do you do? You're an educator and a business mentor. What do you do when a lash student is struggling or one of your business clients is struggling with low self-esteem and confidence in their skills or their business prowess? I mean, We've just said that they need to look within. How do you show them? I mean, obviously you need to boost them because you're their mentor. What's your mm-hmm. approach? I think that's different for every person, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's <clears throat> you you help people with their confidence all the time. So I, I I'm I know that you will get this. You just have to you have to be personal with them. You have to kind of like listen to what it is that they're saying and there's always a fear isn't there there's always a fear there there's a fear of something um and it's just about kind of like helping them to realize that other people have like me for example I use me a lot because you know who else can I relate to more than me but you know you're scared to put yourself out there you're scared to post because you don't want people to know that you're doing lashes yet until you're good um you you know there's there's it has to come with reason as well I'm quite a straight talking person so it's like I will try to help you improve on your confidence, but I also have to let you know that like the facts, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're never going to feel ready. I still feel like I'm worried about putting myself out there. You might be looking at me thinking, oh, you know, she's, she's achieved this, that, and the other. She's been in the industry for 12 years or whatever, but I still feel like that. So best time to start is now, you know, just do your, do your thing. Like what's the worst, what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. What is the worst that can happen? I Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so you you always seem to have your shit together though, Dion. You know, you seem to be very strong and never afraid to fight your corner and to fight for what you believe. And we've seen this over the years. What what scares you most in life? I do have fears. I I remember I went through a phase where I was like, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of anything. And that was really what I felt like. I I was like, I'm not afraid of anything. um, But um, there's lots, there's lots that I'm afraid of. I'm I'm ridiculous. I'm scared of, I'm scared of cats and dogs. (laughs) Oh yeah, I love that. Didn't you have to take your son to the shop with you one night because there was a dog out there? Yeah, always, always, because there's always stray dogs and the dogs are like horses. (laughs) They are massive um yeah like I'm scared of little things like I'm I'm scared of certain things that have happened in my life like um have just made me scared sometimes to the point where I'll hear a bang and I'll jump and I think oh my god like that's ridiculous but life has life has done that I've been through some some things you know um I've been through some incidences where I've been like physically attacked and stuff and then there, there would be times when I'd, I'd hear a car crash I remember once I heard a car crash outside my house I immediately felt like I was being attacked like I'll hear something and I'll immediately think someone's like you know someone's coming for for mm-hmm. me like definitely stuff has happened that has made me 
not feel like that has made me feel scared if I, and I hate to even admit that because I try to be someone who's tough and who's strong but I think well that's how that's what happens to me so I think I'm I best be honest about that and I think you know I mean do you go along with feel the fear and do it anyway you have to go along with feel the fear and do it anyway like I feel like even with my family with my circle I feel like people think everything comes so naturally to me. Everything that I'm doing, they see me doing this. I'm speaking on stage. They see me teaching. They see me interacting with people. They see me doing online lessons. They see me talking to staff. They see me interviewing. They see me doing virtual training. They think, oh, yeah, that's that's, that's nothing. She doesn't need to think about that. Like all of these things are a massive deal to me. But I just like I just will. I definitely won't let that stop me. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I, I think yeah like I I feel I feel the fear and I do it anyway it's very simple and I haven't even read that book actually I I meant to it's Susan Jeffers it's really good I've just um finished it and it is it's really worth a read I really really enjoyed it um and she basically you know confirmed what I already thought so that's also encouraging but I love the way that she she wrote it um but worse she makes the point and you know worse than feeling the fear and doing it anyway and going through a bit of discomfort whilst you go through that fear barrier is the not doing it because then you are stuck in a situation where you are haunted by that memory oh shit I I didn't do that thing what would have happened had I have done that and then you've got this like this ghost of this missed opportunity hey that's that's it my dad died at 55 he had never left England. He had never left England. He didn't do he didn't do anything. And I'm not trying to be rude, Dad, John, but he didn't. Like I know other people that have died that have died young. And it's like, oh my God, they had so much more talent than they actually put out because they probably thought they had more time or they probably just didn't know how to go about it. And so they got in their own way. And it's like, okay, like you, you, you were meant for big things and you, you stayed small, you know, and to, to know people that have, to know people that have passed that didn't like, of course, these people had a massive impact, but if they'd allowed themselves to really be as big as they, as their potential, they, they would have had even more of an impact. And to know that they kind of didn't live out their, didn't, didn't live out what, what you know was their dreams. Um, that's like, that hurts me, you know, so I'm not going to let me be that person. No. Never. And presumably this is what you say to your boys. Sorry, I didn't know we were going to get upset today, Dion. No, neither did I. Neither did I. <laughs> Dry your eyes. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, changing things up a bit. You have spoken l- recently at London Lash. And oh yeah. my goodness, you were last one up, weren't you, on that day? I'm sure you were. At London Lash, I I was actually second to last, but I was supposed to be third. So I thought I was going to be getting my, you know, getting it out of the way yeah. quite yeah. early on. And yeah. then apparently I'd missed an email and the schedule had changed. And yeah, I was like second to last. So yeah, I that was like loved nerves it. all day. I loved it. Literally, Thank I was you. sitting next to Nikki Murphy and we both had goosebumps. It was so good. You are such a natural storyteller. So I love watching you on stage. I think you're amazing. And you 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 blew us away at Lash Fest again. And you're coming to World Lash Uni and doing a workshop. Yeah, yeah, I am. I, I wangled that very last minute. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I thought you weren't coming and suddenly Dora sent me a shit. Like, Dion's coming to work. And I was like, no, she's not. And she's like, yes, she is. Look. I was, what? Yeah. yeah. What's your workshop? Um, creating a business model that gives you freedom. Brilliant. Yeah, I obviously, you know, I've spoken about this, but I just think it's like, 
it's all very well standing up on stage and kind of telling your story and yes that inspiring people but I suppose I want to share a little bit more um about you know the fact that it's actually a little bit more achievable than you think to 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 create that freedom for yourself so um yeah I'm not gonna lie I haven't planned my presentation yet I think this only happened about a a day and a half ago but I know what I'm gonna do and I know how I'm gonna you know What's your absolute top golden nugget? If you had to just share with us today just one thing that's going to enable people to do that. Sorry, I'm totally putting you on on the spot. (laughs) What is your... Okay, I'll I'll just keep waffling on for a minute or two. No, go on, go on. (laughs) What is your top golden nugget? Just, like, don't be the person that's doing it all. Like, your, your, your business is there to serve you. And I just see everyone like serving and being a slave to their business. Like there's other ways. That's it. Like, it's very simple to say that, isn't it? That, 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 that kind of with anxiety actually. Well, of course it does. Of course it does, but it's possible. And it's, and it's better <laughs> when, yeah. when you're, when you're not the person doing everything, it's better. Um, you sent me that book. I'm, I'm, and I've read the first chapter. What's that book called again? What's it called? It's brilliant. Make time. Make time. This is what I need to do. I need to be better at that. I run around like a headless chicken most of the time because I but feel. What do you like, mean? Well, you know, I'm doing. I'm. I'm that person that's doing it all. Plus, add to that, I'm a people pleaser. So yeah. I'm bending over backwards to make sure that you know, you know obviously that my family is all right that my mum's okay that my friends are okay that you know that the neighbors are okay that you know you know it's it's never ending and you know it's exhausting I mean burnout is probably around the corner let's be let's be real so then you've got to do something about that if you can recognize that because it's great isn't it like your family you know that's that's important you've got to prioritize them but are there certain things within your business that you could perhaps be outsourcing to to someone else mm. like there probably is and it, it doesn't mean it's easy but it it gives you gives you some more time and you can still ha- you can still have control that's what I think that's what people struggle with yeah. is the thought of like letting go of that control I am quite a um how do you say control freak about saying control freak <laughs> just say it control freak I'm a control freak um I, <laughs> I like to I like to do it I like to know everything do you know what I mean like I've got someone doing my emails I'm like okay please make sure that you send me the the draft before that done like you're doing it but I've still got to check it over but what that means is I can be checking that over while I'm out with my kids I can be checking that over while I'm spending time with with my kids doing their schoolwork I can be working on something else because someone else is doing that thing but now I'm kind of a little bit more free ah so does that mean because I think social media manager for me is the obvious one but I'm always like no can't do that because it's so much about tone of voice and I am me and no one can be me which is true surely I mean I know we've talked about I remember you struggled when you had a social media manager in the early days because of that yeah Yeah. but is there a way of having a social media manager I I, you at the front of your business I think it is hard to find the person that's going to that's going to like deliver you as you. I think you kind of need to, they've got to be good at what they do. Mm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I haven't, I haven't found someone with regards to social media. I haven't found someone who, who's, and I've had a few people um, and I haven't found anyone who I've loved the way that they've done it. Like they just didn't sound like me, even if it's text, you know, it's like, okay, I wouldn't have said that. Mm. You know, even little things like they might have said them instead of those or you, you know yeah. something so small but it's like well, well yeah. people don't know that's not me you know yeah. um, and then then you're not authentic and the whole point about social media is showing up as your authentic self but if your authentic self is some other geezer in, a, in an office down the road you can't be that anymore 
but I think I think there's ways to do it. I think there's ways to do it because I still think that you can have a, a business and a brand that fully reflects you, but it's not you necessarily doing everything. Mm. Um, so if you're working with someone good who is going to like listen to your ideas and going to, you, you still the, the problem is you you may think that okay social media takes up this much of my time I'm going to hand it over and then it's going to be like oh phew like I'm rid of I'm rid of that like no part of delegating is like that at all no you still need to be spending a, a good amount of time like communicating what it is that you want done and how how you want done it and you still kind of might still need to be doing a little bit of the copy do you know what yeah. I mean until they're until they're in their flow but I do think it can help and you could have someone doing some of your pictures if yeah. you're someone who edits your pictures like I don't yeah. I don't really believe in editing pictures like for us we don't we don't do that mm-hmm. um I have gone through phases where I've put filters on yeah yeah no same same and, and I, I don't think there's one one right or wrong but if you are someone that does stuff like that then you could just pass that over to someone else just send them a batch of content and then get them to schedule yeah. it I mean the get them to I post spend it. on Canva Dion oh yeah honestly I'm sick of Canva <laughs> I love Canva but oh my god I love it as well but I'm, I'm sick of it <laughs> I mean the thing is I love Canva and I love being creative and I love Instagram because I, I don't love Facebook I've got to be honest I do not love Facebook and yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't get TikTok and my kids say I'm too old rude um but there's plenty of old people on TikTok anyway um but <laughs> Um, yeah, my mum's on TikTok more than me. I'm not a TikTok person either. No, I, I just, you know, there's a limit. But I just, it's a bit like when my husband says, "Oh, I'll go to, the, I'll, I'll go to the shops. I'll get, I'll, I'll go and get dinner for, you know, you know, food for the week." Can you just write me a list? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, if I've got to write a list, I might as well just go online and do Tesco's myself. It'll take me about the same amount of time. No, no, I don't think you should be like that. It's like when I go and stay with my mum, I'm always like, you see me, I think I'm quite an opportunist, but I think it serves me well. If (laughs) If there's an opportunity to receive help or have someone, do you know what I mean? Like do something that I... I could be doing if I chose to I'll take it like I'll, I'll, when I stay at my mum's when I go to England I'll phone her every day when I'm on my way home do you want anything from the shops do you want anything from the shops she'll always say oh 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 I can't think oh don't worry don't worry and I'll be like mum I'll be at the shop 10 minutes just think about it send me a list I'll get whatever and she'll be like oh no 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 I can't think then I get home and she's putting on her shoes to go out because she's thought of something whereas it's like if someone says to me oh, do you want anything from the shop? I'm like, okay, yeah, give me this kitchen roll. <laughs> give me some tea bags. Give me some avocados. <laughs> but, you know, I, with my list, I, you yeah. know. And I would be biting his hand off if he said, look, don't you worry about the meals for the week. I'm going to come up with a menu and I'm going to shop at Job Done. But if I've still got to do all the thinking about the things to get and the da-da-da, no, that no. fills my brain up. But, but that's it. If you still better than going so yeah like uh, I would take that I would take that up I do it online I never go I love going but I never have time so I always do Teskies online yeah but sometimes I used to love Tesco online before the pandemic and you just couldn't get a slot um and then I went to Deliveroo which is amazing you can get your stuff delivered in like 25 minutes yeah but um but yeah I would always find that it would take me so much longer than you actually think and of mm-hmm. course, you get to do it from the comfort of your own home. But And also, it costs me way less. If I go to the supermarket, I spend at least 30% more because I'm an impulse buyer. And I get, oh, yeah. I'm such a consumer. I'm like, oh, that looks lovely. I'll have that. And oh, and there's a bog off and there's a three for two. You know, I just get sucked in. I am like a marketeer's absolute dream boat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm always um, buying all the shit off Instagram as well. Do you ever buy stuff off Instagram? I get suckered. Well, I, I keep I keep seeing because I, I didn't have an iPhone for years. I was a Samsung girl, and now I keep seeing all of the um, you know, the iPhone photography courses. And yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. buy one of these one day. I bought the face massage one uh, yeah. a couple of months ago. It's supposed to make you look younger. Oh God, I don't even know if they even emailed me the stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I I ordered a cat massager. Because I thought that looked really nice. That never turned up. That was a rip-off. You know, half the oh stuff that's broken or just don't do it, guys. Don't buy that stuff off Instagram unless it's from Dion or me. Then you can. <laughs> 
speaking of which, your lovely lashes arrived at the salon. Um, yeah, yeah, they're there. So thank you very much. It was lovely, speedy delivery. Um, I've told um, I've told Sadina to just put it in the, we have a locked room. So it's in the locked room until I get back and I'm going to personally try them out myself. Oh, I love that. About. I love yeah. that. I mean, God knows, that's just typical me. God knows, I didn't need to have my own lashes, but I just thought... That's a bit of fun. I want to do that. You know what? I I was a bit surprised. I was thinking I didn't think that Joe would ever do this, but I love it for I love you for it. Just because and the box is so cute. I wanted to have the box with flashlight. Yeah, that's the only reason I did it. It was all about the cuteness. Yeah, and and it it is very cute. It is very cute. It literally looks like your background now, like the pink and the leopard print. (laughs) Thank you. So I know that we've kind of gone off. The beaten track with this and back on and off again as usual with us we've even talked about tesco's online i mean you know if we haven't lost everyone by now god knows but if anyone is still listening i would love to to finish up with so when you are at a low ebb right you're not feeling like putting yourself out there on social media do you just not do it? Or if you do, what are your three favorite ways to boost yourself up to try and get yourself in the mood? So, so with regards to social media. Yes. So I suppose for me, it's like, I feel like we've already said this, but like, I'm, I'm very much aware now that being in your own head is just something that, that you're always going to do unless you decide to just push through it you know what I mean um so I'm really trying to just get out of my own head um I do think it's important though to kind of and and this is hard and this is why delegation can really help but I I do think it is important to just kind of like to to just not show up if you don't want to um as well Mm -hmm. but for, for me I think it's um I'm I'm a bit tired now of not like not saying all that I want to say. So so if I have something to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. And if I look just how I look, then that's that's okay. Do, do you know what I mean? I've got a I've got to just push past that and ignore that. And I and I keep saying that because that's what it is. I I, I will probably naturally always look at look at the camera and think oh put a filter on or oh no don't don't bother but I want to say something so I'm gonna just say it and I'm just gonna say it with with a smile because that's gonna make me feel better than not saying it you know so do you think that three things (laughs) I've I've lost count but do, do you do you think it's about um I mean the impact that you might have on someone else's day by saying that thing that is on your heart that you just want to get out there. I mean, you could have really changed somebody's day, just one person that day by saying it. Or you could have just changed your own because you've got something off your chest. People tell me in my inbox all the time that thank you for saying what you said. Um, you don't know how much I related to that. You don't know how much I, I wanted to, to hear that. So for me, it's like, okay, you've got to put aside your ego now because mm-hmm. that's that's more important than whether I look tired. You know, why would I not look tired? I'm a busy mum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, people people tell me all the time. and And so, like, why would I... It goes, it comes down to that thing, isn't it? It's like, okay, are you gonna are you gonna go to your grave with every with all the ways that you imagine that you're helping people because you didn't have the confidence to just actually just do the thing that's gonna, you know, help people, or are you just gonna just just do it? And it won't be bad at all. And I'm people not, will really appreciate it because they'll yeah. they'll see that the authenticity and the honesty in it, you know. They will really appreciate it, or they might not. And the point of that well, is... Well, yeah, there's that so as well. <laughs> so what? Yes. So what? Exactly. Exactly. But with... And, and of course, Joe, we all know that that that's definitely... I'm definitely that person. That's like Marmite, you know? But I'm now... 
I would say in terms of giving that advice, it's about knowing the people that you are going to relate to. And so I've got to focus on them now. I can't be thinking about someone who's probably not even been on my page for five months. What are they going to think? Mm-hmm. That's silly. That is silly. Yeah. You miss out and the ones that do care miss out. Yeah. But I think that's really good about what you said about, you know, take your ego out of it. And that's what I teach to my students. When you're on stage, you know, yes, it's nerve wracking. Yes, it's terrifying stepping up on a stage for the first time. But it's actually a really helpful strategy to take your ego out. Stop focusing on you and focus yeah, on focus your on audience. What, because they have come, they've paid money. <coughs> Excuse me, getting excited. They are there to, <laughs> to get everything that they can from you. They are there for themselves. They're not there to, you know, judge you, what you're wearing or whatever. They want to know what, what you know. And also, if you can come at it as, I've got this big fat secret that I want to share with you today. And this could change not all of your lives, but it might change your life. And that's where I think it's very important to like, like, I know I'm not for everybody. But like, if I, if I can help one person feel like, okay, I can do that too. um, Then, like, I'm definitely not trying to be, you know, for, for everybody. Um. I might, and I think that's that's the important thing. Like for me, that's so important. Like it may just be one person, but imagine if that one person didn't see that or hear that, you know? Absolutely. And I just also remember you saying years, years ago to me that, you know, it's really important when you're beating yourself up about any of this, actually give yourself a pat on the back at the end of the day. Do you remember when we did our podcast, you know, before, and it was always like, I always finished with Dion's pat on the back. Yeah, because that was from from Lash Angels, from my presentation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You You can beat yourself up about all the ways that you messed up on your stories that day or that, you know, you look tired or you just, you know, you, you can we're really good at reeling off a whole list of stuff that we messed up that day but actually what didn't we mess up what did we do that day and let's give ourselves a pat on the back I'm sorry my Alexa keeps going off and telling me there's someone at the front door <laughs> oh bless <laughs> you wondered what I was talking about uh, love everything about, you said you? yeah it's um have, have you got to go and get your dog no somebody else will go okay okay few yeah it's true though, and I don't know if you noticed, but I tried to get that in at both of my presentations this year, even just a little bit, because it's like, okay, you're gonna, you can choose to be satisfied with what you have done, and let that fuel you to like give you the the right energy for the next day, or you can sit there beating yourself up that it's that you haven't finished and you haven't done this and you haven't done that, but it's perspective, isn't it? Like either way, what you've done is what you've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. But it's all about the power of positive thinking at the end of the day. And the human brain naturally likes negative thought patterns. It feeds on negativity. Our brains, I don't know, it's a it's a it's a design flaw. But you know, it's much harder work to be a positive thinker, but you just have to just keep on at yourself because your brain will eventually listen. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then you need to maintain it. Mm. I, I think you actually have to maintain that like you can pull yourself out of a hole but then you need to be constantly like feeding yourself the right positive influential messages that are gonna keep you keep you above water yeah do you do affirmations because I mean you strike me as an affirmation type of gal but yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. big time big time yeah you still- uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 my shower time is my affirmation time um yeah mm-hmm. shower time yeah, yeah, yeah. my shower time is usually where I come up with my big ideas but maybe I need yeah to- yeah I, I know you said that yeah. yeah no my shower is um I put on my phone and I'll put that I'll put them on mm-hmm. uh just I have a couple that I listen to and then when I'm in the shower I can't even hear them because they're outside um and the showers I've got a like my shower literally closes it's not like a curtain yeah. it actually yeah. closes so you can't hear them and obviously the water's going, but because I know I can hear something in the background, it's just, it forces me to just say my gratitude, wow. you know, say what, say what I'm grateful for. Um, so yeah, like you must, 
you I, th- I think it's like actually essential it's kind of like prayer, I think, isn't it almost I would say better than prayer because I think I think people can struggle with prayer depending on what their beliefs are and you know I think certain things can you know people associate prayer with God um and I think sometimes when you've when you've had hard things happen in your life, it can feel like, you know, this this God person who's supposed to be there for you, he can feel too far out of reach, you know? But I feel like affirmations, it's just... And, and, and doing your gratitude, it just, it makes you feel... It makes you feel as if... It makes you feel how you want to feel. Yeah. And you you're know, like, reaching within. You're not reaching for God. You're reaching from within, Amen. Like, tell me, tell me, tell me someone who can't think of like 10 things that they've, that they've got to be grateful for. Your world might be crumbling. You may feel like, you know, these things that are happening are the biggest things. But if I really challenge you to think of 10 things that you've got going on right now that are a blessing to you, like, I don't think anyone can't think of 10. Mm, starting with, I woke up today. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Dion, well, I appreciate you. Wow. Thank you. I knew this would be a longie. <laughs> I said to my, um, because I sent the family out and they were like, how long do you think? And I said, it's Joe. I reckon under an hour, but I would say at least an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do some editing because the, the internet went all wonky and what with my Alexa doorbell going off three times, I think I'll just leave that in. That's just keeping it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am sorry about my bad internet, though. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. When you live in often these far-flung, glamorous places, what can you do? Yeah, it's all the palm trees getting in the way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dion, have a brilliant rest of your day, and I will speak to you really soon. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me, Joe. This was lovely.